I'm Amy, sex educator, sex and relationship coach, and co-owner of PurePleasureShop.com. And I'm April, sex toy maven, VP of Hot Octopus, and I've dedicated my life to the business of sex. We're two people with a passion for educating and inspiring shame-free conversations about sex and relationships. Welcome Welcome to to the the Shameless Sex Revolution. Revolution. Want to learn more? Go to ShamelessSex.com. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSSEX at PurePleasureShop.com. You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit PleasurePodcasts.com. Well, hello, everyone. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Shameless Sex Podcast. April and I are actually recording in different spaces. This is this is weird. It's really weird. She's not right next to me. I miss her. It's not very odd. I know. Well, we just, it was poor planning. We were together a bunch and we didn't think we had any podcasting to do. And then you texted me last night. I was at a concert and woke up and I was like, oh no, Shit. we're an intro <laughs> short. Yeah. So, but it'll still be just as amazing, even though we're, we're in the same town, just in different locations. Yeah. Same town, different locations. And we just got back from a trade show. I think we sound a little bit like, better now, but, but we uh, had some pretty raspy voices, but I feel like we the... I did permanent damage or something to my voice. It's not getting better. <laughs> it doesn't sound bad. I think it's better. I think you sound great. And oh, you know, it gives good. you that like kind of like raspy phone sex operator thing. It's really hot. And everyone yeah. guests, I just want to announce uh, when this comes out, it's after April's birthday, but it's April's birthday weekend. Happy birthday to Chip. <laughs> yeah, she's Aww, 29 and yes. she looks more like she's 25. And Amy and I went to the Korean spa, Amy's gift to me, and we got scrubbed down from head like, to toe. Like uh, like even your bits. You're like, they scrubbed my butthole. Yeah. Well, not <laughs> too much. It's like the butt crack. Yeah. I loved it. I was like, this not just the butt crack thing, just the Korean spa and getting my whole body scrubbed is my new favorite thing. Like we're doing that like once a They month. even washed it's- our hair. Yeah, it's so amazing. Yeah. I love it. And we tip them real good because they work really hard. So they if you've never really done a Korean do. spa, go check it out. It's kind of like the best thing ever. Uh, but that's not what this episode is about. It's not about Korean spas or April's birthday, even though we love talking about April's birthday and celebrating um. her because she's awesome. <laughs> this episode is on soft cocks and we're celebrating soft cocks, how to love soft cocks, how to work with soft cocks, how to be like, wow, I don't need to have a hard cock to have all the fun. This is awesome. We've done an episode similar to this before, but this is with Michelle Renee, the creator of Soft Cock Week, which I don't believe is during the time this episode is coming out. I think it's sometime in like September, October, November. I thought it was, yeah, November even. Yeah, right. I th- yeah, I think so, which is like, isn't that um, Penis Owners Sexual Health Month or Prostate Awareness Month or something? So, right, Movember. Yeah, Movember. So, right. But we're doing it early. We're going to early start on celebrating soft cock. So whether you're someone who has uh, experienced a soft cock, and I can tell you if you're a penis owner, you will at some point in your life, regardless of your age, uh, or you're with someone who experiences soft cocks, uh, this will have plenty of information for you. And Michelle Renee is awesome. Uh, and so before we dive into that, I want to also talk about uh, something that M- Michelle Renee is a co-founder for that April and I are extremely passionate about is a foundation called the Embrace Foundation. And if you listen to the episode that was on surrogate partner therapy with Lou Sanfilippo. Sanfilippo, uh, yes. Yes, Sanfilippo, yes, I did it right. Woo! Um, it was, yeah. So it was all about surrogate partner therapy, which a lot of people think of as um, just like surrogate sex therapy, where uh, that's what people think of it as, but there's so much more to it. But it is um, an actual way for uh, people to be to be trained to work with clients on intimacy and can't include touch, sex, et cetera, in a legal 
terrible way, um, but it's therapeutic and it's really important and necessary. And unfortunately, there are not a lot of people that are trained in this all, all around the country. It's like pretty limited. And a lot of people can't even uh, afford it because it's often a year long process of working with your surrogate partner um, as well as a therapist on the side. So we decided that our, our main foundation that we want to raise money for probably forever is the Embrace Foundation. And we have some special offers for you to donate. It makes it really easy. So number one, please donate to the Embrace Foundation and you get special gifts by doing this. So one, you're being a badass for supporting something that's really important that's helping people. So if you donate $5, you get either 25% off of uh, Hot Octopus so at hotoctopus.com. It's the company April works for, Awesome Sex Toys. Or you get 20% off at purepleasureshop.com, which we usually only offer 15%. So that $5 right there gets you an even better deal. I also want to say you're supporting Hot Octopus. I am a co-owner in Hot oh, Octopus, so yeah. you're supporting my business as well. So well, it's yeah. a win, 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 win. And my mom, my mom owns purepleasureshop.com. I mean, technically I do too, but you're supporting my mom, <laughs> you're supporting yeah. April, and you're supporting the Embrace Foundation, and you're getting great deals. If you donate $10, you get full access to my online Orgasm 101 class. That's usually a $20 value. So you're giving a great gift of $10 this important foundation and you're getting a free class in return to learn all about orgasms. This is for orgasms for all bodies. If you donate $100, you get full access to our, because April and I, our online wild woman workshop series. That's usually a $200 value. Uh, it's designed for vulva owners who want to step into their ultimate sexual uh, embodiment and power. So please, please, please go to Embrace pt.org and to make it easier it's embrace spt.org slash gifts that's how you can uh, support this amazing foundation yeah we put the slash gifts in there because that's where you can go right to the donation page but if you just go to, to embrace spt.org you can learn more about this organization again really passionate about this and you know you know, if you, if you have a couple dollars to spare, please do it. This is just something that will really help a lot of people and, you know, help you feel good inside. And we'll have the link in the show notes. Okay. Ready for a sex question, Chip? I am ready. Here we go. My wife isn't an assertive person at all, but sometimes I really like to be dominated in the bedroom. Do you have any tips or courses that can teach her how to embrace her dom side? Oh, yeah, we do. Oh, yeah, we got a lot of tips. Okay, well, first of all, I think, April, you'll agree with this. She has to want to do it and you can't make her, right? <laughs> no, yes, no, yeah. that that is not consensual. If you want to make someone do something that they don't want to do, that yes. would be the opposite of consent. Yeah. So she has to have some sort of interest or opening to it. And you know, you can mention it to her that you have this desire and you're not, I don't know if you're this person and they're not saying that they have asked for this with their partner, but you can request this like, Hey, I, I, you know, I, I just, at times I really want to feel this kind of like domination from you in the bedroom. Um, I'm wondering if you're open to that or like what would feel comfortable in ways that we can explore that. It's not like she has to go like full bondage gear with like floggers and tie you up. Like she could be dominant in some anyways by just telling you like I want you to fuck me this way I want you to now I want you to he over here now I want to ride you and or you know there's so many different ways that you can do it without it going into like full BDSM but I so one thing I thought about let me know what you think about this chip what do you think about like because for some people don't feel more that assertive or dominant what if this partner I think and this is uh, someone identifies as he him what if he was to encourage her to be more demanding of him in non-sexual ways in everyday life 
as a practice. Like, I want you to tell me to like do the dishes. I want you to tell me to scrub the floor. I want you to tell me to like give you all the kisses when you walk in the door. Like I, I'm giving you permission, but like, you know, to, to actually like be more demanding of me so she can practice actually feeling comfortable in that. What do you think about that chip? So before taking it to the bedroom, just do it in everyday scenarios. Yeah. Like do the dishes. That can help like, her. Well, like that can definitely her. help her practice. Yeah, like inviting her. Because if she doesn't feel like that much of an assertive person, I would imagine if she practices being assertive in everyday life and he's giving her permission to do that in other ways that aren't sexual, then maybe it can make her feel more comfortable being assertive and maybe even dominating the bedroom. Absolutely. It can help her grow her confidence, which yeah. is what what domination, if you want to be a dom and, and actually feel that the power of that domination side, which I'm terrible at, by the way, I like to be dominated. So for me, it, it would be hard for me as well. I'd be like, what? Tell me what to do. Yeah. So uh, but playing with that would be, yes, like get on your knees and scrub this floor. Yeah. Like yeah. Like I want you to tell me to like, go ahead and tell me to do this and I will do it. You're, and some people are afraid to ask for those things because they're like, if I ask for that, I'm too much. But if you're saying, I actually want you to do these things, like to go ahead, tell me what to do. And then in the bedroom, it can also be like, you know, feel free to tell me like how you want me to touch you, how you want me to fuck you or when you want it this way and that way. Uh, but it might take practice. And so with that, we have a couple other really great references for you because this person asked about courses. One I, we just talked about on a recent podcast and has been a repeat guest on our show is Midori's. Okay, I, want, I always want to say Forte Femme or Fort Femme. Um, it's her, her how to basically how to be a dominant badass woman um, or vulva owning human. And uh, it's a, I think it's like a weekend intensive. I'm not 100% sure. And it may have already happened, but she offers it multiple times a year. Uh, is it so, recorded? Do you know if you can watch the the previous versions? Or I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think it's actually maybe even live, like in San Francisco. Oh. But I could be wrong because I haven't taken the course. I know someone who has taken it and said it was amazing. Like it changed their life as a dominant woman. Um, so I would go check that out. So I'll just spell it out for you. I'm calling it Forte Femme, but I might be saying it wrong. F O R T E F E M M E dot com. Again, we'll have this in the show notes. But she was also on our podcast as Midori episode 193 um, and it's called unleashing your inner feminine dominance so that's perfect for this now that was can't... a good episode it was Midori's so a genius so I... check that one out for sure i feel like every time we have her we're like well, yeah she's just we're, she's amazing she's she's a master and you, I, you again you can't be like hey partner listen to this you have to but maybe it could be like Hey, do you want to listen? I'm I'm desiring some more dominance in the bedroom. I'm I'm curious, I'm I'm, I'm wondering if you'd like to listen to this episode together, or you listen to it and say, "I listen to this episode. I discovered some things that I'd really like to receive. Are you open to listening to it on your own?" And then we can talk about like what feels good to you, or what you think about it. You know, we have so many episodes on either either side of those, and there there are a lot of uh, folks that have been on the show. I was just thinking about the adorable Dom. Remember that episode too, just to get ideas oh, for yeah. certain things. She's because, a full on dominatrix, but yeah, adorable. She's awesome. Yes, but uh, that May Ling, I think. Uh, yeah check that episode out too. But for the courses, just to get more information, because I think this part, if you're uncomfortable with learning how to be more dominating, I think just retaining information is going to be the key. And then who was that person that we had on with? They had like a university. I think uh, it was, yeah, this is Kasha. That, is, that, uh, is it Kasha or Kasia Urban or Urbaniak? Or, 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 or not Kaja, saying it right. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's and, Kasia Urbaniak. 
Yes, she has the whole. So it's the Good Girl Reform School. So yes, she was, yes, she was on episode one seven nine. So one seventy nine is called Feminine Dominance and the Good Girl Reform School, and she's talking about like bringing bringing on your feminine dominance both in and out of the bedroom. And she's a fucking badass. Definitely check that episode out. Yeah, that um, was a good one too. Yeah. These episodes are always so fun. Whenever we've recorded them, I learned so many good tips. And then I feel stronger. I'm like, I want to be a more dominant badass, even though I'm like yeah. you, I'm like pretty subby. Um, but it, but like I, uh, yeah, th- these kind of things have helped me to take on some dominant roles at times, which is nice. And then you had written this one down, Amy, and the S factor class that we did was a long time ago. We took it in person. It was before it was before pandemic. Uh, that with uh, Elise Apost. Apost- oh my god we're getting all the last names we wrong. are read we, Apost- like postulos or something <laughs> sorry Elise, sorry i know we love, we, we love you uh that that is just a good way to build your confidence from the self without being really dominating you learn just um and empowered practices to make you yeah. feel sexy well hopefully you'll feel sexy. I felt sexier, even though I don't identify as like a very sexy person within my mood. Oh, you sexy I could be awkward, but that (laughs) really did help. I don't remember what episodes. We did a couple of with her. Yeah, she's been on our show multiple times. I think if you look up on our website and you look up S, just like the letter S, factor, separate word, S factor, you would find it or or even like pole dancing. And her name is Elise spelled with a C, um, not an S. But so, yeah, I felt that way. So like, and also S factor is not just on feel sexy but it's like a little bit of a workout right so you feel sexy and strong and powerful like really in your body and i'm fucking hot and and it's and it's not just like there's one way to move um also pole dancing which elise also teaches but if you're in a major city there's often pole dancing classes s factor is not all over but you can look it up or at least listen to that episode with elise and and um learn more i think she might have some online options as well one other thing that they could do for if um the uh, the wife uh, from the sex question, if she just doesn't want to say anything, but she wants to assert her dominance, she can have a conversation, negotiate this with the person that asked the question and say, what if I just get some handcuffs and handcuff you to something? And, and, and I'm dominant. it's that simple. And then <laughs> yeah. I'm dominating you yeah. and, or, or, or gently flog you. You know, there's yeah. a, there's a whole, you could take, you could take it to many different levels. So I think you need to get clear about what ways you want to be dominated first and then express those ways to your wife. And then from there, she can watch courses or she can do the bossing around in the kitchen and can take it and then take it from there. And and then you can keep expanding on this and she gets more comfortable. You you can negotiate, right? Here's what I like. She's like, okay, here's what what I'm interested in trying. And you go from there. And I like what you said, April. It doesn't always have to be words. It can just be as simple as a pre-negotiated action. Like April said, like handcuffs, a blindfold. You know, all kinds of things that that really don't have to take a lot of like scary thought and effort or acting. Um, so, yeah, I love this question. I think it's awesome. I think it'll probably help a lot of people in of all genders who are like, I want how do I become more dominant or I'm just I'm, de- I'm desiring more dominance for my partner. So thank you so much for writing in. We love you. Yeah. I love you so much. All right, you ready for a bio? Yeah. Miss Amy. Okay. Michelle Renee is an intimacy guide offering human connection ranging from platonic nurturing touch as a professional cuddler to surrogate partner therapy. She's also a co-founder of Embrace, a professional resource group for surrogate partners and collaborating clinicians, and the creator of Soft Cock Week, a week of education, normalization, and celebration of the flaccid phallus. Michelle has a passion for working 
working with clients with a history of trauma and supporting them in establishing safety in themselves and others. Learn more about Michelle at meetmichellerene.com. All right, everyone, it is interview time, and we are here today with Michelle Renee to talk about soft cocks, and we love soft cocks over here at Shameless Sex, um, and we've actually done an episode about soft cocks with, who was it, with Nicolette, right? Nicoletta. Nicoletta. Nicoletta, Nicoletta from Sluts and Scholars. Yes. Back yeah. at, like, when we were in was, Brooklyn, and it was you, in person. It was 2019, I think. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, so we're happy to revisit the conversation of soft cocks, uh, because I think that soft cocks need some love and praise and information because we still live in a society that thinks the cock should always be big and hard at all times when I'm ready to have sex. I feel like it's Titty Tuesday as well because Amy and I both wore a cleave shirts randomly which we don't really wear michelle was like i should have i should have gotten the memo yeah sorry (laughs) we didn't get it we didn't put it together so if you're not watching us on youtube on tiktok or instagram go follow us baby's got better cleave i don't wear bras ever so my cleaves i'm wearing a bra yeah i don't ever wear the brows yeah but your cleave is nice it's fun yeah i mean it could use some perkin yeah they're nice they're beautiful you're 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 perfect yeah guys it's a different style yeah exactly like that 70s like burn the bra or maybe that was the 60s burn the bra cleave i'm trying to rock some pamela anderson yeah yeah <laughs> that was it's not my good. intention yeah this, it's everything, all good yeah big titties little titties soft cocks hard cocks we love them all so uh with that our listeners already heard a little bit about you in the intro um, but can you please tell us how you got to where you are today in the field of sexuality I'll do it in the short version because my story is really long and you don't, we have another topic to talk about here. Um, I, I found myself divorced in 2014 as a stay at home mom. And I was like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Because I had an accounting background, but I didn't want to do that. And I was really comfortable talking about sex. And I did a little self-exploration, ended up in Betty Dodson's uh, Manhattan apartment, learning how to masturbate. Lucky. And I love myself. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm rock star moment Mm -hmm. and um, knew there that I wanted to do hands-on sex education. So fast forward, I became a professional cuddler, which I didn't think was exactly the route. Um, But I quickly realized that professional cuddling is like foundational sex education. It was teaching clients how to like communicate and identify and hold boundaries and negotiate like, what does consent look like? And so I was like, well, I'm actually kind of doing the thing I wanted to do. And then I moved to California from Michigan and I thought I could do surrogate partner therapy here. And so I became a surrogate partner and now I do that. I still do the cuddling and I do a little bit of sex work and intimacy guide coaching kind of stuff. And sometimes I even run a genital confidence workshop uh, much like Betty Dotson used mm-hmm. to offer. And um, I just, I dabble in how to help people connect better with themselves. Mm-hmm. And now I'm also the the founder of Soft Cock Week. So mm-hmm. the, and when is Soft founder. Cock Week? Yeah, when is that? This year we're doing November 5th through 11th. All right, so this is getting everyone prepared way in advance for Soft Cock Week. <laughs> we wow. do it in no- well, we do it in November because we are we use our platform to raise funds for Movember, um, Men's Mental Health month. So I think the the soft cock week came about because I um, was talking about like in my work, the frustration of men coming to me and saying, my penis is broken because I sometimes lose my erection during sex. And I'm like, that's so normal. You're just used to watching porn. So let's correct that. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. And I yeah. joked that we needed a, a, a soft cock appreciation month. 
and I decided on a week and I'm glad I decided on a week because a month would be a lot to, to, uh, manage uh, consent to. Or, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, we do a week and last year was our first year and it was just kind of a, a whim that I ended up really enjoying and I was glad I did it. And so we're back this year. I love that. I, okay. So maybe I'm living in a bubble, but the <laughs> professional cuddling thing, I love that people, are available out there and that you can pay for to be a, like you can pay to have someone professionally cuddle you and feel safe first of all mm -hmm. because that's important and second of all that people can that are good at that and that care about cuddling as a form of like safe like cuddling is like safe and mm -hmm. I love I just I just I didn't realize it was profession is that like cuddleist like the cuddleist.com is who okay. i've always been with since they started the company back in 2015 but there's a few other ones i think you need to do your due diligence and don't just you know don't go shopping without doing a little research but yeah there's a whole profession out there and it is safety when you talk about safety it is really a great place to learn how to feel safe in your body especially if you've gone through maybe sexual assault Mm -hmm. things like that, where you need to recover that feeling of, of autonomy and, and being in control of your body. And um, with a good professional, it's a really wonderful space. And it, and the thing about people sometimes go, why do I have to pay for this? And it's like, it's all for you. Mm -hmm. It's not for the cuddler The they're there just to hold space for you. And, and it's, I love it. It's my favorite. Also, you can't meet, a, you can feel safe with a professional because you're paying for a service and going out to meet people or using dating apps to meet people that's not necessarily going to happen and you can you could be re-triggered maybe or you could mm -hmm. induce more trauma so anyway this in this episode isn't about that but i just uh i didn't know exactly that that's where you came from michelle and i love yeah. that well, we, we can might... talk about it another time because yes. i i could talk on this for hours it's so, so, that's so cool. don't let me and we we first met you after we recorded with Lou Sanfilippo uh, about the embrace. Um, it's embrace foundation. Is it just embrace embrace surrogate partner research resource. It's embrace. It's embrace. Yes, yeah. Embrace. It's a it's a resource yeah. group. So I yeah. always call it a foundation when I'm out because I talk about y'all a lot, and I'm like it's yeah. like, it's like a foundation because it really is this fundamental resource for folks that are exploring the surrogate partner therapy realm, meaning to become a therapist. Um, so we'll get to that. I just wanted to give you props because you're doing really great work. Mm -hmm. But let's talk about soft cocks because that's what we're here for yes. so what are some of the reasons why soft cocks happen well i did a little research because i wanted to make sure i was prepared to answer your question and i want to plug barry mccarthy and michael um Metz, this book coping, coping with, with dysfunction. Okay. it's my it's my go-to and and they list sources are reasons like physical reasons like you may maybe you had a physical injury that's one reason you could have an illness like a lot of times that's a problem that comes along with diabetes right it could be lifestyle issues um and it can be effects of of maybe some medications that you're on like there's there's a physical like medical reasons which is why i say like if you find yourself with any kind of erectile issue go talk to your doctor get checked out because there are real medical reasons that you could have ed showing up and in you could save your life if you go to your doctor first right don't just assume that it's not a medical issue um then the other side is more on the 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 psychological side you could have depression, 
Um, you could have problems in your relationship. You could also just not have like a good education around what it's supposed to look like. What is sex sex supposed to be? What are your expectations? And those those are some of the the common things that come into play that maybe you think you have ED and you don't have ED. Mm. You just have a normal, normal acting cock, right? Maybe you're stressed out about the global world, the state. Mm-hmm. You like somebody was driving poorly and cut you off, and you're like, Fuck "Oh my you. god!" Maybe well, you funny. have, maybe you have responsive desire, mm-hmm. and you're used to having spontaneous desire. But as your relationship shifts, right, we get past that new relationship energy. We have to kind of get creative sometimes to find our desire. And mm-hmm. I think we talk about that in for women, like in Emily Nagoski's book, Come As You Are, right? We tend to kind of forget that men have that too. And mm-hmm. so I think that's another thing is like adjusting expectations that maybe you're not going to get struck by lightning and have an erection, mm-hmm. you know, that, that, oh, it's time for sex, right? It might be that you have to figure out some other ways to get there and, and get aroused before the desire shows up. Yeah. And also just uh, having an experience of my cock's not hard when I want it to be hard. And then the next time it might happen again. And then I get stuck in my head because the next time, the next time I'm in stuck in that story of, oh my God, it's not going to happen. And that creates, you know, the cortisol and things that are not very cock friendly. And, uh, yeah. and then you, and then this is the current state of what you, you know, what, how you think you and are if now. Someone said something to you like, why is it oh, your cock hard? You? Yes. yes, that can be that. That can be. Like, are you not attracted to me? Why is your cock right? Hard? What's wrong with your cock? Or or something even less? Uh, that's. I mean, that's abrasive. But like, something. Oh, you're even, not hard, so we can't say. Right. Or we can't play mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. It and can then, be. It yeah. can feel like a small comment, right? That then goes into a loop. And the fastest way to have erectile issues is to worry about having erectile issues. Yeah. Totally. There was an interview with Barry McCarthy, who was the author of the book I mentioned, where he talked about. A lot, a lot of times men are the first ones in relationship to pull away from sex. And it's because they become, they become, their erection becomes unreliable. Mm. And that idea is so frightening that they just won't even initiate. Yes. No, unfortunate. And so I think this connects to our next question uh, about soft cocks. So when it comes to soft cocks or sex in general, actually, because it's not just about soft cocks for in this question, why is it important to expand our definition of sex Mm. beyond it being one way? Yeah, mm-hmm. what the the PIV way, the penis yeah, and the, vagina way, the hard, the wet pussy and the hard cock, <laughs> right? Because that's the real sex, right? That's the, yes, that's the only way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I think I like to look at like the orgasm gap when I think about this. There's a helicopter flying right outside. Oh, we okay. can hear you. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. Um, I, I thought it was a helicopter. The dick sh- joke. We're going. Yeah, I was like, yes. Like you're. That's enough. Nice thing about a soft cock. They can helicopter better they than can. a hard cock. Just saying. Yes. We we'll have to talk. I hope we get a chance to talk about all our favorite things to do with soft penises. <laughs> yeah, we will. Yeah. That's a topic. Yes. So I like to think about the orgasm gap and who is having the most reliable orgasms. It's not the straight kids right? What is the the common, like, do we need a penis to have an orgasm? No, we actually find that, you know, at least in, in, you know, women in, in, in two women relationships that they have a much more like regularity to their orgasms, right? Mm -hmm. They're much more consistently able to orgasm. So if we just quit focusing on penises as part of our sex life, everybody's going to have more pleasure. At least that's my my interpretation of the orgasm gap is 
take the penis out of the equation and we have to get more creative. Mm -hmm. And that means we're looking at pleasure from a place of our whole body and slowing things down. And it's not just this sex is done when he comes kind of mentality. I think that, you know, we, we talk, how did you women have sex? Was that a question back like in the nineties a lot? Like, I don't know if we're still asking that question. I, I hope through media, we're not still asking that question, but we probably are. <laughs> how is it um, possible? I can't imagine. I just Shatler, don't understand. I don't yeah. get it. <laughs> right. And so the same thing with like in a heterosexual relationship or anybody, any relationship style that has a penis involved, there are so many other ways to have sex. I don't consider quote unquote foreplay different than sex, mm-hmm. right? So we've got oral sex. We have digital sex, all the outer course, right? We have um, anal stimulation. And if you've got a prostate and you want to know how do I have pleasure without a hard penis? Well, A, your soft penis still has pleasure too. And you've also got, you're so lucky you have a prostate. I want a prostate for 24 hours. I think it'd be amazing to know what that gland feels like, right? Mm -hmm. Like I want to know what that pleasure is. So why are we so limited in just thinking, well, I don't have a hard penis, so I can't have sex. Time for a quick break so we can tell you about our carefully chosen sponsors. Please stay tuned and buy their products because we only tell you about what we love and what we truly believe in, and it helps keep this podcast free to you. So I love the expansion of the definition of sex in general because it's not just because a lot of soft cock talk soft cock talk nice uh can happen around when you're talking about not only self-pleasuring masturbation but then what you do with the soft cock and it's like if you can expand the definition and open yourself up to knowing that playing with a hard cock is not the only way to receive pleasure or to deliver pleasure and that sounds like i'm delivering an envelope from the post office Uh however it's true right because some folks get in their head that cycle that you're talking about they're thinking my cock's not hard i'm not gonna be able to do things whether i'm receiving oral so i'll just i'll maybe just give pleasure and if my cock's not responding what are they going to think and then the level that shame comes in and then that level of of um just cycling that people do. So I think you gave us some good tips on how to expand that definition, just opening yourself up, whether you're a a cock owner or you're Mm -hmm. a cock lover, right? Because the shaming piece that we just touched on lightly is really huge. Like if you're with someone and their cock's not responding how you would want it to at the time, the last thing you should probably do is be demeaning, say, Hey, we can play in lots of different ways. And I know we'll get to some of those things, but so I guess I want to talk about self-pleasure though, with Mm -hmm. soft cocks, because Mm -hmm. this is really important. And that's a way you can work with that when you are in experiences with partners uh, in the future. So can, if I have a cock that's soft and it's not getting hard, can I still masturbate is the first Mm -hmm. piece. Second piece is if I can, what are some of the ways and techniques that uh, would be applicable. Yeah, I think that expanding the the definition of masturbation is also really important, mm. right? I, I did a little like, okay, people in my circles, tell me about your masturbation with a soft penis, right? I wanna know, like, what do you do? What do you like? And I think the the takeaway is that we have to start thinking about masturbation as pleasure and not just I have a penis, I put my hand on it, it gets hard, 
I, I jerk off till I orgasm, right? If we can step away from that like formula and just slow down, get curious, maybe there's other parts of your body that feel really good, right? I remember talking years ago to um, a, a gentleman that reached out to me on a dating app and he was a uh, quadriplegic and he was describing to me how he would he would have an orgasm from nipple stimulation, right? It's not just because, you know, it's not only someone who's been paralyzed that can have an orgasm from nipple stimulation. I've had orgasms from nipple stimulation. Plenty of people have, but we we focus, we forget to expand out on our bodies. And, and there's my elbow is really sensitive. It's one of those things I have to keep to myself or if, if a client finds out, they want to go for my, my elbow constantly, right? Mm-hmm. To see what kind of, you know, fun noises are going to slip out of Michelle's mm-hmm. mouth, right? Like, we, we have a whole body. So we, we really need to expand what masturbation means. It doesn't have to mean, it doesn't have to mean orgasm. It doesn't have to mean ejaculation, right? It, it should be pleasure. What would be pleasurable to me right now and just take our time and explore our bodies. That doesn't mean you cannot ejaculate or have orgasms because you have a soft penis. Those are still possible. Absolutely. And I think that was one of the things that struck me the most last year was that how many questions people had about, they didn't even have questions. They had, they declared that because they couldn't get an erection, they couldn't masturbate anymore. And that again, goes back to the education piece of like, no, you actually can. And maybe they just need to know it's possible maybe that's the first step. But then another another comment that came into me, unfortunately, anonymously, so I couldn't address it, was someone who said, I don't, I don't have any feeling anymore. Well, that's not necessarily an ED issue. That sounds like something completely different because a soft penis can actually have more sensations sometimes than a hard penis will have. So it's, Wrapping our head around the idea that we we can get out of this, what does masturbation look like? It doesn't have to look like your usual jerking off session, right? It can look like squeezing and rubbing your, your soft penis between your fingertips. It can look like, I've heard wonderful things about the hot octopus um, pulse, right? I've got mine here to try. I'm I'm excited to find a soft penis to, mm-hmm. to, to do a little, you know, science experimenting with. There's multiple ways to have pleasure. There's prostate massage, right? There's, I don't know, people aren't really familiar with prostate play. One of the common things in prostate play is to not have a hard penis. I think when people first start in prostate play, they think they're supposed to have an erection at the same time. And that's really not that common because our focus is somewhere else, right? And so I think that if we could just all show up and be okay with however our penis showed up in the room and worked with what we had, just like I want a partner that shows up in a a sexual space with me that doesn't have a pre-planned um, choreographed scene already, but can work with what's happening at the time and what is feeling good to me. I'm sure we've all had those partners who are like, this one thing worked today. And so I'm going to do that thing every time I show up in sex with you. I don't like that. I don't, I want to go with what's feeling good then. Or they try that and they're disappointed that it didn't work. Like if it worked last week or yesterday, I'm like, I know my body's different today. <laughs> it's like I had the code, the combination to the lock. I don't understand. Like it, it's like using sex as more of like a laboratory to just experiment and not have a predetermined idea of what it's supposed to look like every day. Mm-hmm. Right. And that, in that space, if you show up with a soft penis, I'm okay with it. 
there's so many other things. If I if I sit back as a as a penis lover and decide how do what would what kind of pleasure would feel good today, even if I say I want to get fucking railed, mm-hmm. guess what? I can pick a dildo off the wall that's exactly the one I want that day, and my partner could strap it on. Mm-hmm. It's gonna take some expansion of of maybe some masculine ideas. Right. You also can uh, use dildos. You also, your fingers are a lot of dildos on your hands on, you know, so you have plenty of dildos here. And I've actually had experiences one, one that felt very much like being penetrated with a cock with fingers, many many of these experiences, but also I've I've, um, in the past explored playing with a soft cock where the person still put their fingers inside at the same time as they were kind of like gripping, wrapping around the cock. Like it just, there's so many things you can do if you just get creative and so many yeah. ways to play. And it's not, again, it's not always about having something hard inside of me, but if that's what you're craving or what you're wanting to do, there's plenty of options. It doesn't have to deal with a hard cock. And I want to say yeah. something, cause you spoke about hot octopus, Michelle. And obviously I, Mike, I've been without Octopus now for six and a half years. I'm a partner in the business and I've seen and experienced what people, how it's changed their relationship with their penis specifically. Because when I started, I was like, I, from a lack of education and you mentioned education, but I I never owned a penis myself. Right. I'd, I'd, I'm fucked around with some. It'd be cool if you could just own one for a day. <laughs> Sign me up. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. But I had I didn't understand. I didn't know that you could receive and masturbate and ejaculate and have um stimulation with a soft cock. I kind of knew that there was there's nerve endings that live there. However, our technology, Hot Octopus's technology, was based on years of medical research from folks that had spinal cord injuries that were quadriplegic or paraplegic that were using this tech that we licensed from the medical side to help them ejaculate. The part that was really cool to me was that it could help them sometimes have an erection, but that they did not need a hard penis in order to orgasm. And that blew my mind. It still does because now this tech it's, it's not only for folks that can't, you know, they are obviously have a spinal cord injury or something. And even if they haven't had an erection in years, it can still help you have pleasure. However, with folks that just want to play, if they just have soft cock stuff happening, you can self-pleasure. You can use the duo um, that I think I sent you that is you, you can incorporate with foreplay. Mm-hmm. So yep. vulva owner with a penis owner. And I think that type of stimulation, that something different has like a bit more to offer for folks out there that do have any shame or do you want to experience something that isn't just a hand on their bits? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's just, I wanted to touch well, on that for a second. And I've just heard people say using the the solo or the duo, the by hot octopus that it's kind of nice that I just get to hang out and this thing does the work and massages my cock. You were the one that told me that in the beginning yeah, about them. You're like, you this? I was like, no. Yeah, yeah. Other than like I have my, you know, my hands and wrists have to do a lot of work. I can just hang out and this thing is massaging my cock and I don't have to worry about being hard or soft. So um, yeah. And, and just and you to everyone, you just, can, you don't have to stroke. Exactly. Yeah. To everyone, if you all want to try out, the octopus solo or duo you can go to purepleasureshop.com and you get 15 off with coupon code pulse shameless. that's better like i think shameless sex yeah sorry. code shameless sex yes yeah and pulse duo or pulse solo that sometimes people are like wait what is it which one if you i don't think a solo, lot of solos would come up on our website if you look it up sometimes you find weird things that say we have, solo we have play. a dildo called hans solo oh there you go so just you kidding, we see don't that. i like oh, oh it should it should be there
yeah yes it's somewhere out there all right so um so i think that this will tie into this next question because we we're talking about the self-pleasure ways to, to work with a soft cock to play with a soft cock so what about partnered play you know and i'm gonna act like i don't know anything so i don't know anything everyone um can i still have sex if i can't get hard during partner play and if so what are some of the best ways or options on the table well, first of all, what is your definition of sex? Oh, yeah. Right. Because <laughs> I think, again, I take a really wide view at the term sex. If if you're talking penetration, I mean, there's there's like sheaths and things that you can get that that you can actually, you know, stabilize your penis for penetration. You can you can penetrate with a soft penis. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a little different. It takes a little bit of, you know, more work. Get creative. Uh, but it's an option. And again, because your penis still has sensation, it, it can still feel good to both people. Remember that the the vagina's sensitive area is right at the opening, right? It's not that you have to be able to go deep and hard. Mm-hmm. Um, you just have to be able to expand that thing up between your ears that is your biggest sex organ, right? And if you are properly aroused and ready to go, there's... A, I mean, I've had energetic sex, right? Where no genitals have ever come in contact with each other and had amazing orgasms. And and like, that's the deepest kind of connection for me where I'm like, that energetic stuff will fuck me up. Like I have to be like, it's it's incredibly bonding. There's a lot of things that can happen without even having genital contact. So take a soft penis and of course you can rub it against each other. I love playing with a soft cock in my mouth like that. They're, they're comfortable. They're Mm -hmm. this relaxed, even it's funny to call it relaxed because technically a relaxed penis would actually be hard. Hmm. Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah. Because of the blood, the, the, the capillaries opening. That's what, that's Uh, how Viagra works, right? It relaxes those capillaries and allows more blood flow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a kind of a dichotomy there, but um, a soft relaxed penis is, I think just, it's not aggressive. There's Mm -hmm. something really comfortable to like it. They're cute and I want to play with them and I will just like sit and and there's a, a term. I don't know if we talked about it when you talked to, um, if you talked about it with, with Lou about surrogate partner work, sometimes we'll say like, who is it for? And I was with a lover one time and I was just sitting there and I'm like, can I, can I touch your penis? And it was soft. And we were just laying there. He said, yeah. And I, I started to pet it mm-hmm. and he goes, well, you know, like, I don't expect to get hard. Cause I, you know whatever. It doesn't matter. And I just said, Oh no, no, this is for me. Like, mm. I just want to pet it. Cause it's just fun to play with. And like, it feels the, the skin is so soft and like, it's very velvety. And like, mm. I could just wax poetically about how much I really love being in spaces with soft penises. See, I think that's what I, I was kind of getting to in partner play. If you're with someone in, in, in experience with a soft cock, the things that you could say, and you just nailed a few of them that I think are beautiful and creative. I want to pet. Mm. I, mm-hmm. I just want to experience this. Yeah. And talking about the different experiences of the sensation that you're that you're taking in from the soft cock. And that's stuff that we've talked about before on the show with, with even like dirty talk or how to do these things. Do you have any other uh kind of bits that you could share if you are a partner like the lines out. yeah like lines like 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 yeah like taglines that you could put on or hot sexy things that 
I, I, I think mean, that could be inspiring. I think the win every time is you, I do not want you to get hard. You are not allowed yes. to get hard. Ooh, See, I love that. Good. I was actually thinking that earlier. I was like, I think that would be so fun. I want to keep you nice you, and yeah. soft. You I get don't. hard and be really upset. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's a win-win, right? Mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. they don't get hard cool they just follow directions right and you've got that whole dominant thing happening and mm-hmm. there's so much fun to be i just think i'm i'm a big fan of the bdsm me world. too so I, yeah when you I said that i was like that's hot yeah, power <laughs> play stuff like i in, in, in a little tangentically here mm-hmm. another thing i love to do and this would work with a soft penis so well is if you had the penis inside of you and you told the penis owner you're not allowed to thrust Mm. right that's fun play whether mm. you're hard or soft that is a that is a really fun time you know what about a cock jam. cage how do you feel about the cock cage oh i love a cock cage but again it's expanding your ideas of what is like in your sexual repertoire i i found the bdsm world in like 2014 and it's just been so exciting and like helping me know myself better and like find my inner dominant and in mm-hmm. in like cock cages were not on my list of things in the beginning but boy does your list of things change when you hang out in those worlds for a while right mm-hmm. suddenly Pure it's like awesome. mm-hmm. like put you in a cock cage yes please wear a cute pair of panties for me yes please mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i can I'll take I'll take it in all sorts of different forms. Well, the cock cage, it could be like you better not get hard in this because it's not going to feel that good because it's designed for soft cocks. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. I think it's a great place to play. And that one, you could have the key. There's all sorts of different things that you could tie into. Don't lose the key, though. Don't lose the key. Yeah, I know. I don't know about what happens if you lose the key. I'm sure there's a way, but I don't know. Yeah. One of the things just just on the topic of touching the soft cock or a soft cock um, is so I'm a huge fan of pussy massage. Mm -hmm. uh, And and like when I say pussy massage, this is like external bits. This is my outer labia, more so just my outer labia, honestly. But I like the clitoris and the inner labia these days, too. Um, I've always liked clitoris. But anyways, it's more about the outer labia. And it's like literally massaging, kneading, pulling the soft tissue. It still is erectile tissue, but it's not like rock hard. And I think that uh, a lot of folks with penises, if they've never experienced some form of like erotic massage on their soft cock, because you can move a soft cock so much more than you can move a hard cock, right? I can massage it with like my whole hand. So the palm of my hand, my fingers and kind of like an upward and kind of, I can do like a clock motion. I think Barbara Corellis taught me that years ago. And you're massaging with your whole hand as if you're like, you're massaging a back basically. And you can move the cock around all these directions that you wouldn't be able to do with a hard cock. And it can feel really amazing for people where they're like, oh, wow, there's like all these sensations I've never experienced before because I'm so used to my cock only being touched when it's hard or trying to get hard. Yeah. um, Last year, Joseph Kramer, the creator of Sexological Bodywork, he donated access to um, a a group penis massage video Mm -hmm. that he has on one of his websites. And so maybe this next year it'll show up as a freebie again, but it's a, it's a, like a six handed or eight handed massage fun. Um, with a, a, a soft penis owner. And it's, wait, wait, it's wait. A fun eight video. hands on one penis or people, well, eight the hands. Whole body. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> how the fuck does that work? That's a big, That's penis. Really big small penis. hands or a big penis. <laughs> one of the two or both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if you haven't, if you haven't had a group massage before, 
it breaks your brain. Like your brain cannot keep track of where all the hands are and who they're connected to and whatnot. And so I love breaking brains. I love having my brain broke. Mm-hmm. Um, so right. apparently a, you just okay. did that with me right now. Yeah. Add, add, add brain a erotic massage to it. And that's my 50th birthday coming up. I'm pretty sure. Like, all right. Yeah. I'm gonna, uh, can I come to your brain? I'll be two of the hands for your birthday. Yeah, cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Time for a quick break to talk about one of our sponsors who just so happens to be our absolute favorite lube, UberLube. UberLube is a luxurious silicone lubricant and it enhances intimacy. It's there when you want it and it blends in when you're done with it. So you have control over that lube. It's long lasting and leaves the skin extra velvety. And honestly, y'all, I want it all over my body. Thousands of doctors in the U.S. are recommending UberLube to their patients. It's body-friendly, less likely to change the pH, and it has vitamin E, so it feels extra moisturizing. There's a reason why we've been a fan of UberLube for years. There's no flavor or scent. It's even great for oral sex, everyone. But it's not just great for sex. You can use it for massage, your hair. You can prevent chafing. It even brings out the colors of your beautiful tattoos. And the bottle is absolutely gorgeous. It looks more like a cosmetic, so you can leave it anywhere shamelessly for easy access. Just go to uberlube.com and use the discount code SHAMELESS10 to get 10% off and free shipping. Again, that's U-B-E-R-L-U-B-E.com right now with code SHAMELESS10 for 10% off and free shipping. This podcast is also brought to you by OMGS.com. Join over 1 million people who are experiencing more pleasure with OMGS. They take scientific research of thousands of vulva owners showing techniques to pleasure that pussy. They turn this research into tasteful educational short videos, animated modules, and infographics. OMGS is for anyone who wants to learn about vulva pleasure or take it to the next level. Want to take your orgasms from good to out of this world? Then check out OMGS. Or if you're a vulva lover and want to up your pussy pleasuring skills, then you need to check out OMGS. I've personally been recommending OMGS to my clients for years, and it's completely changed their lives. They have three seasons, external pleasure, internal pleasure, and sex toys. It's not a subscription service, and you don't need to download a thing. OMGS also makes a fabulous gift, and your purchase supports more pleasure research. So just go to omgs.com shameless to get 10% off right now. Again, that's omgs.com shameless to receive 10% off unlimited access towards enhancing your pleasure power. The link is in the episode's description. I love how this is such a fun conversation. And I just love that this soft cock play doesn't have to be such a heavy thing. And I think that it can be light and fun. So let's go into a little bit of um, something that might be a little heavier and, and say my partner's cock gets little blood flow, right? There's like maybe a medical thing that's happening or maybe it's a medication and I don't want to shame them, but I still want to get intimate. Right. So obviously that's kind of what we've been talking to talking about in this show, but how can I show up and support without putting my needs on the back burner? Because what if I really want that, that cock in me? Mm -hmm. So I think first having a conversation outside of the bedroom to talk about expectations and kind of clear the air. Cause I think that 
the the penis owner needs permission to show up without an erection, right? And I think having that conversation outside of the bedroom is always like, I think, super important before you take it into the bedroom, right? And then I think um, in that space, like if you outside of the bedroom could negotiate some of these things, what are you okay with? If I'm in the middle of sex with you and I say, man, I really want your cock in me and it's, there's not an erection and it's, you want this big, stiff, you know, pounding, are you going to feel bad if I ask for a, a dildo? Would that feel okay to you? Your partner might be like, that would be hot. I would love to fuck you with a dildo. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think if you can talk about it outside of the sex, the sex space first, just like you would negotiate in the BDSM world, right? What are you yes to? What are you not a yes to? Do that thing outside of the bedroom. Because I'm that person that gets in the middle of sex and I'm like, oh shit, I want to call my bitch right now, but is that going to ruin it? Right? <laughs> like, you need to talk about that stuff before you get in that space. So, if you could negotiate what toys are on the table and what toys are not on the table before you are in the sexy space, I think that is my first tip. But in the space, be mindful that drawing attention to that could be really harmful. Like, it also, you, you kind of have to. You don't want to tiptoe either. Like it's, there's a health, there's a balance of like, I would love your mouth on my pussy mm -hmm. <laughs> distracts from the fact that your penis isn't hard. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just one of these things like, you know, I would love that, but you know, I don't know if your penis is going to be able to do that right now. Let's do this instead. Mm -hmm. Right. It's just a shift. It's not like I'm so disappointed because. I really wanted this one thing and it's not going to be able to happen. It's just what, let's focus on what can happen because there's so many things that can happen. It's just, there's only, it feels like there's only a few things that can't happen. Mm, Why focus yeah. on that? You know what mm. I mean? Like focus on what is actually possible. Now I want to say like, if you're new to having erectile issues, I think I'm, I'm hard for some people to listen to because I'm really excited about soft penises. And when you're new to this, experience or diagnosis, there's a grieving process. There's a lot of mourning to work through, especially if this is a permanent situation, right? And so I, I don't want to, I know we are having a lot of fun talking and talk about heavy topics. Like there's a grieving process, but know that it gets better if you can change your mindset, mm -hmm. right? I remember working with a client that was like, so you're saying if I just think about sex differently, I could go out and start fucking right now. And I go, yeah, you mm -hmm. could. It just depends on what your definition of fucking is, mm -hmm. right? You don't have to lose out on this kind of connection. You really don't. And then there's also, you know, there's great resources, you know, in, if you get into like prostate cancer, um, if that's part of the, the issue that maybe brings up your erectile issues, there's a, a, a great pot or a great blog called recoveringman.net who talks so openly about their kind of recovery and getting their sex life back. Like we have resources on softcockweek.com that we just keep collecting. And when you mentioned your previous interview about this topic, I made a little mental note. I'm going to go find that episode and get it up in our resource list. Cause I, this is a community project for me. Mm -hmm. And I really rely on our, our sex ed community to kind of send shit my way so that mm -hmm. I can share it. I, this is not my full-time job. And it's kind of just a, an act of love. So as you guys have resources come up, you know, send them, send them our way. Listen Same to your listeners. 
it's an important act of love because you know if I, so I don't again I don't like April so we don't have penises over here but if I did have a penis at some point if I have any already experienced I'm gonna I'm going to have a moment where my cock's not hard when I want it to be hard and so and that could be from so many reasons as we said earlier uh, so just having more greater understanding like this apply you know if you're someone who's like this is I don't have a problem my cock gets hard whenever I want to guess what in 20 years that might be different in tomorrow years. it in might five years yeah tomorrow it might be different you don't know just like my pussy is different every day and in 20 years it's going to be certainly different than it is today so yeah this is all really helpful um, one thing I wanted to say too that um that I've said to people I was asking for the the one-liners when I their cock hasn't been hard this is especially true for like new partners uh who i don't really 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 i'm just still getting to know them um and i can see they're in their head about their cock not being that hard i let them know like you know like like all all's well i'm just happy to be playing with you like i don't like i don't need a hard cock to play with i'm just happy to go and that lets them know i want to continue playing with them and then sometimes the cock just gets hard from that so and sometimes mm-hmm. it doesn't and we just keep finding other ways to play um so i think that's really important so what you're saying here and, and it sounds like our next our last kind of piece is going to be um kind of words of wisdom for people uh who were used were uh are very used to getting hard and now they're in that new area new arena of not having control um you just shared i think a really important thing about the grieving process and it will get better uh and is there anything else you want to say about that like you're, you're just like top last words for folks think, who are like yeah i think finding community mm-hmm. because you know I I hate the binary. I think men and women deal with these things very differently. I think with my girlfriends, we talk about all sorts of stuff when it comes up. And I just feel like in my experience, um, my, my male partners just haven't had that kind of community. And I think that we, we live in the age of the internet. Now, this is not pre-internet times. You can find that support. And I think having a place to talk about it and talk about it honestly is really important. So I would say find community is like number one thing experiment with toys, experiment with, you know, trying different kinds of sex, like got an idea, time for some lab time, right? Let's, mm-hmm. let's, let's crack this open and see, expect to laugh and have a good time. And it, it may be something you never do again. Right. Mm-hmm. Or it might be that you've unlocked something that feels really good that you just didn't know because you were limited in how you were viewing sex before. I think that's really Excellent advice. And there's also all of this soft cock stuff. It it plays in to so many different elements. Like we spoke to you and mentioned in the beginning of the the interview when there are so many different elements of why soft cocks can happen. And I think it's important to recognize that if it is something that will be more long term and that grieving process that, that you talked about really it hit home for me because I feel like it's not grieving the loss of something. It's just like, it's actually the rebirth of something new and you can transition from, you can do the the grieving process and know that, that there it's such, it's like the technical age. Like we are in this, this phase of technology. You can hire a surrogate that this have someone come do surrogate partner therapy with you to help you work through things and, and, and customize yourself, uh, customize yourself, customize. Uh, customize yourself yeah. to uh human touch. If that's something that will help. And then also there's, uh, there's sex toys. And I just think Michelle, that what you're speaking to is so important. And the fact that you love soft cock play so much, I think is it's like lighthearted and beautiful to hear you say, and then the BDSM piece, because then you can start exploring that world. And if you haven't, 
And I think that's sexy as hell if, if you're new to it, especially. So I'm kind of getting to the fact that nothing stays the same fucking ever. So the thing is, you got to adjust. And even if it's something that you're listening to and you don't think that that will be a part of your world anytime soon, whether you're partnered with someone or you own a cock, it may be. And it's good to have resources. And this soft cock week in November is great. You list all of these these resources that are slowly growing. But I would also love for you to tell folks more about how they can find you. Also, mm-hmm. more about the embrace, not the foundation, but the resource. We are uh, working on our on our nonprofit I, status. I so. think foundation's a nice way, and also um, how they can find everything that you do and and um, learn more about the resources that you have access to. Yeah. Um, so first of all, softcockweek.com. Go mm-hmm. fill out a soft cock love note. You can write an anonymous oh. love note to a soft penis, and I think it's just. One of those I'm going to do that. Oh my God, that's awesome. Brilliant yeah. ideas that I had one morning in the shower kind of thing. And I'm at, I'm all over social media at meet Michelle Renee, and you can find me there. Embrace SPT.org. We have all sorts of ways now for donations. Um, and we're, we've got more stuff coming thanks to some wonderful people that I'm looking yeah. at on the other side of the screen. Yeah, but it's really, a nonprofit and yeah. you are supporting. Can you just tell folks what they're supporting? Because that is sure. such a fucking incredible thing to support. Yeah. So a quick reminder, surrogate partner therapy is about um, a therapist and their usual sing, usually single client who has issues around intimacy. And they've been kind of stuck in therapy and they aren't really making progress anymore. Um, they bring in a surrogate partner like myself or Lou that was on the show before, you know, there's a few of us around Mm -hmm. and we help build a relationship with the client to help figure out what is the barriers for them moving forward. It's wonderful work. It's changed my life. And I know I've helped change other people's lives. And so we created this group called embrace surrogate partner resource group. In the idea of helping educate more people about the works, because most people don't even know it exists. A lot of therapists don't know it exists. That was our first thing. Now we're trying to raise money so that we can put people through the work because it's incredibly expensive and out of reach for a lot of populations. But we're also um, building a scholarship program to put more um, diversity into our field because we are a very white industry. And it's important that our clients are able to see themselves and the people that they work with. So we are raising funds for both the scholarship to create more surrogate partners, but also to help um, people that need a little financial support to go through the work. Mm-hmm. So that's at um, embraceSPT.org. And we'll be in the future. We don't know when it will happen. We'll be doing a lot of promotion on our end to help raise money. Uh, I think we're giving away some goodies for people who donate. Uh, and so stay tuned, everyone, uh, because we really believe in uh, this this work. We're so excited. And also about. just $5, $10, $20. If that, I know it's the, Your the cup status. Of expensive coffee. Just give yes. up that for a day. If you spend $5 <laughs> or $9 on a coffee. $10 coffee. Or $10 uh, that I just cut because I was like, $10 for a coffee? I Greater good. Done. <laughs> uh, and I think that that type of mentality and philanthropy, you don't have to be a billionaire or a multimillionaire or even a person that like makes hundreds of thousand dollars a year to be a philanthropist. You can do it right now and just for a little bit. And I've always tried to, to voluntarily donate some of my income to good causes because 
it feels good. And karmically, it does really fucking help you. I swear, just like it feels good to give and not to get back, but to give. So um, that's just from me and, and, and my words for the day. Um, I also want to thank you, Michelle Renee, for being on the show and also for sharing your wisdom on soft cock play and, and, uh, and a lot more as well. And what you're doing and um, creating the em embrace. Um, <laughs> I'm going to keep calling it a foundation. Embrace. Uh, <laughs> the embrace resource. Embrace.org. Uh, you can go get all the resources for embrace um, on our website, but also it's a pretty easy thing to find Michelle on uh, social media. So check out the Lou Sanfilippo episode as well we will probably talk about that in the intro if we haven't done so already ah that feels good um yeah. all right michelle i really yeah i adore you you're, you're wonderful mm -hmm. and please give me back all the feedback after you use the pulse with your partner or with with some of your patients if I have a client clients, yeah yes. no, my preference would be with a client that's yes. actually really um having ed issues um that that's my first preference i don't have anybody on the calendar right now with that but i'm sure i will soon and we'll see what happens first and well it's there for you whenever you're ready it's waiting i've got yes they're all charged up and ready to go so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> keep playing they're really fun because you can use them hands-free and all the things so to all of our listeners out there really thank you for being a part of the shameless sex revolution this is a revolution do you know why because we provide opportunities and ideas and play and just changing the definition of sex because that is important. And you're part of that. You're listening to the show. The reason we ask you and invite you to review our, our podcast is because it helps people find resources that Michelle Renee offers. So more people can have more pleasure in their lives and have more shameless sex. And that's really what it's about. More pleasure equals, I think a better world. That's what I keep telling myself, man, because it's only up from here. Right. And, uh, soft cock or not we love you we absolutely adore you go rate us on itunes and on spotify five stars amy reads them sometimes people give us four stars and they say we're the best thing ever which don't do that if we if you say they're we're the best thing ever and you just we said that four stars they're like, like best <laughs> podcast ever four stars and we're like mm, was that a mistake so yeah. do the five stars and we do read every review we love you all so much we'll see you next tuesday y'all Ciao for now. Want to learn more? Go to shamelesssex.com. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code shamelesssex at purepleasureshop.com.